Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the Giant Splash, our first from spring training in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm Henry Schulman, the Giants beat reporter for the Chronicle. My guests today are two players the Giants acquired in deadline day trades last season. Infielder Mauricio Dubon and outfielder Jalen Davis. We'll talk about their first tastes of the major leagues last year. But before we get to them, we would like to give you an opportunity to have a say in what we cover. We want to know what you want to hear and how you feel we can make our podcast better. Please take a brief survey at sfchronicle.com slash podcast survey. If you complete it, you'll be entered in a drawing for one of five $100 gift cards. It's short, and we'd really like to get your feedback. That's sfchronicle.com slash podcast survey. On to the interview with Mauricio Dubon. Well, hello, Mauricio. Welcome to spring training. I, uh, your first spring training with the Giants. How does it feel to actually walk in here? It was a little confusing. It was a little confusing yeah. coming in. Everybody said this is a new place. My first time being here ever. I was not an old place, but uh, it's pretty nice. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody's been a little confused with all the hallways and walkways and things like that. It's a new building and uh, a new start for you, your first spring training here. You, you had a couple with Milwaukee, right? Major League spring trainings? Yeah, I had a couple with Milwaukee and then um, kind of know how how it goes and everything so I'm excited to start with the Giants again okay um it was a big winner for you uh you're you're pretty big on social media and uh you you put a picture out of you proposing to your girlfriend didn't you yes yes picture I put a picture a video everything went all out went to Paris to do all that stuff it was oh. fun how did it go it was really good it was really good it was uh it was I mean obviously first time doing it so it was a it was, but it was a awesome experience I mean, thank God I just said yes. <laughs> well, you went to Paris uh, specifically for that. Now, she didn't know that, obviously. She, she didn't know that. She, um, Her second major in college was uh, French, so she, she knew the language and everything. We just decided to go over there, celebrate the year and everything, and just decided to ask her. I mean, everybody knew except for her, so it was a pretty big deal. Were you on the River Seine? Uh, were you on one of those flea boats? Where did you do it? I did it in front. I did it in front of the of the entrance of Disneyland Paris. I did it in, like where you can see the castle and everything. It was it was pretty cool. Like the whole thing, like looking back and everything. Okay. Well, what's her name? Her first name and how? And how did you meet her? Oh, Nancy. Nancy. I know Nancy since since I'm in Honduras. So I know her family. I know everybody. So. So she's Honduran. Yeah, she's Honduran. She's yeah. she's from Honduras. She um, I mean we we have a lot in common. We come from the same background so it's 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 pretty easy to connect okay um speaking of honduras uh, i think everybody learned your story last year um you were you know you you tried to you kind of make yourself noticeable down there and uh, you got an invitation to come up to sacramento uh, to go to high school live with the host family um and that sort of started it and speaking of in social media as well uh you've posted some pictures of yourself when you were about 15 16 years old at Oracle Park, then called AT&T Park, alongside pictures of you in a Giants uniform. Um, that kind of fun to do when you think back of, you know, it, it, I guess everybody, a lot of kids have this dream of playing in the ballpark when they're watching it, and you're one of the few who actually gets to live it. Yeah, I mean, it's when you come up to the, put a, 
ball game and uh, in a big league ball game the first thing you say like hey you want to play here and then that's uh that's the one thing you you, you want to do you want to play in the big leagues when you're um when you're growing up and everything and i keep telling my parents my host family everybody like yeah one cool thing is about being a big leaguer but the other cool thing is about that it's the giants like i'm doing it for the giants it's the team that i came and first big league game was start watching and follow everybody i mean it, that's the thing that's cool the most like i still kind of shocked about it like it's the Giants it's not nobody else it's the Giants that I'm playing for but didn't you when you when you first came in there didn't uh and when you were 15 I believe it was didn't you didn't you actually think okay one day I'm act, I'm gonna play here it wasn't really a maybe it was I'm gonna do this no it was uh, since since day one I told my, my host mom like yeah, I'm gonna play here one day watch I'm gonna hit play here one day and uh, it's gonna make it happen I'm gonna make it happen like some somehow some way and then I mean funny thing how God works and then just made my my first hit and everything over there so it was pretty special um what what did you learn in your first uh little taste of the big leagues i know you, you didn't debut with the giants you had been up with the brewers a couple of a couple of games but what did you really learn that you might not have known uh when you finally got up it's the same game it's the same game um i mean it's the big leagues a lot more cameras a lot more people but it's the same game same game you play in high school same play same game you play in in, in college, same game you play in, in, in rookie ball to all the way to double. I mean, it's, it's the same game. It's just a matter of being more consistent and more, being more focused. And, I mean, the thing is just, you know, just slow things down and and you're there for a reason. You earn the right to be there. So just you know, just trust yourself. You know, one of the things that uh, Gabe Kapler, the new manager, always talks about is it doesn't matter whether you've been in the league for one week or 15 years. It's always about development. Uh, they're always trying to uh, get players to to learn new things uh, just to make sure that uh, you know they keep up with with how baseball changes and, and all that one of the things that you've had to deal with is they've had you out in the outfield you actually even posted a video of yourself uh, taking fly balls in center field how did that conversation when did that conversation first happen and how did it go uh, they just told me I mean they just told me pretty much like how I feel playing Gabe reach out and hey how you feel about playing I'm feeling like as long as I get to play I got, I got no problem I keep telling everybody I'm a baseball player not a shortstop, not a second baseman. I'm a baseball player. Wherever you put me, I'll, I'll excel. Wherever you put me, I'll I'll do my best, and and I know I'll do good. And uh, I mean, the outfield is fun. Outfield is fun. Going out there, I play outfield in the Arizona Fall League a couple of years ago, and they did do a bad job. And I mean, like I say, it's baseball. Wherever you go, the same thing. So I just practice and getting there, getting comfortable, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, did you when you were out there practicing? Were you mostly uh, like when you're practicing your throws and and seeing balls off the bat? Were you mostly in center field? Yeah, just mostly center field. Mostly center field. Just trying to get um, acclimated to the to the whole outfield stuff and everything. But uh, I know it changes. I know it changes from left field. I know it changes from right field. Right now, just trying to get used to all that outfield from different angles of the bat, different cracks of the bat. Uh, just all that stuff. Okay, and, and hitting-wise, did they send you home, or did you do anything in the winter that they asked you to, to work on specifically um, to hone your hitting skills? Uh, no, I think the hitting skills. I mean, I had a great year last year hitting. I'm just trying to be more consistent, try to put more more consistent swings, more A swings, try to maximize my body, try to get everything I got and, and put my A swing as much as I can. And I mean, just try to be, kind of repeat what I did last year or try to, or even better. Okay. Um, Tony La Russa, former manager of the A's, he used to say if you could play the infield, you could play the outfield. you agree with that? I mean, yeah. I mean, you're an athlete. I think game is it's becoming now that you got to be an athlete to play the game, and and it's, go, it's going towards that. And I feel like I'm a good athlete, so going up there is going to be – I mean, it's going to be – it's 
it's gonna be hard at the beginning, but I know I can I can manage it. Are you hoping that once the games start, you pretty quickly get a shot out there? I mean, wherever wherever it is, wherever they want to put me, wherever they want to think I'm, I'll be helpful for the team. I'll, I'll be happy about it. I mean, I got no problem. If they want to put me in the first game, they want to put me 162. I'll play 162. I got okay. no problem. Um, you know, I, I think that what they're looking at for you is being one of those super utility guys, uh, and uh, it may not sound as good as starting second baseman or starting shortstop, but there are super utility guys who get four 450 at bats playing in different positions. Making yourself versatile is a big deal uh, with this organization. Uh, do you have any any issues with the title super utility guy? Nah, I'm a baseball player, like you're saying. It's a baseball player. And people, oh, he's the baseball player. No, I just, I got no problem. As long as I get to help the team win and be in the lineup, I mean, I like winning. I like winning, and at the end of the day, it's all about the team. It's all about winning, and if I can help the team win either way, I'll, I'll be happy about it. Okay. Uh, who did you make friends with the best on the team when you first got here? I mean, a lot of people. A lot of people were nice to me. I mean, I'm pretty relationship with Craw Crawford. I mean, he helps me a lot. And all the veteran guys, Bell, Posey, I mean, all the guys that helped me out a lot and try to, you know, look up, you know, and try to emulate. I mean, those guys have been the great for a long time and just trying to have the same career as them. I mean, they win for a reason, and it's not an accident why they have success. And just try to, you know, try to pick their brain up and just try to, you know, listen to them. Whatever they have to say, I'll listen. And I mean, just a lot of people very friendly over here. Okay, and last question for you, Mauricio. Uh, the, uh, you know, the, I think this team is in a turnaround stage, and that turnaround is usually led by, by youth. Uh, do you like the idea, the notion that maybe you and some of the guys you came up with uh, played with just toward the, the end in, in Sacramento and, and some of the young guys in the clubhouse here could kind of lead the renaissance that might lead to the next round of championship baseball? Oh, yeah, I love it. I love that. I love that. I love the spotlight. I love the... Not even pressure because it's just it's winning it's baseball i mean it's 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 good i love that i love that um energy i love that that commitment they put on me and i mean I, it's it's something that you want that coming up you want that pressure you want that title and uh, i mean we'll do everything possible to help the team win and you know start other three years start other championships here so i mean it's 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 something that i love that i and i want and speaking of pressure do you have have you set a wedding date uh, November, November, we did it. Uh, we specifically planned it because playoffs in October, so we didn't. We, we planned it on November. Okay, added on November to be sure. Great, congratulations and thank you. Thank you, appreciate it. We'll talk to Jalen Davis right after this. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back on the Giant Splash, now I'm talking to outfielder Jalen Davis, uh, acquired in a trade last year from the... Um, Minnesota Twins, and uh, in the uh, first part of this podcast, I talked to Mauricio Dubon. He went to Paris and proposed to his girlfriend. You didn't do anything silly like that, did you? No, we went on vacation. We went to Aruba, but no, I didn't propose or anything. No. Okay. You, uh, did you go to the uh, Chadwick Tromp uh, ancestral home? He's a new catcher you guys have from Aruba. I did not. No, I did not know that. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I just met him when I got down here last week. So. Okay. Yeah. 
Netherland Antilles are really, really beautiful. Do you enjoy your time down there? Yeah, I definitely did. It was a great time. We uh, spent like six days down there. Definitely oh. enjoyed it. So. Okay, not easy to get to. It's got like a couple of flights, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I was in Fort Myers, so it wasn't, oh, okay. it wasn't too bad. So, okay. yeah. Um, so one of the things that, you know, we heard all winter, uh, you know, wh one of the things they did this, this winter was they did not bring back um, Kevin Pillar, and uh, they said they wanted to make sure they had enough at-bats in the outfield for some of the younger guys that they brought in. They've expressed a lot of faith in you, uh, and I'm just wondering what your thoughts are about, you know, your, your own feelings about your uh, abilities, your, uh, you know, to make the team, to contribute this year um, after a little bit of a rough start last year in your major league career. Yeah. Um, I mean, on that note, I mean, I'm grateful that they did that and that they feel that confident in me. And um, I just took that into this offseason and just worked really hard. Um, I came up. Right, a weekend before Christmas and hit with Donnie and Justin and um, just kind of like tweaking a couple things and I mean I feel really good right now and I can't wait to get started playing so okay uh, can you kind of maybe explain a little bit for us um, non-professional baseball players in uh, terms we might understand what kind of changes that they made to you they told us that they were going to work on your swing a little bit yeah um, just bat path stuff um, like I had a little waggle in my swing sometimes it keep me like off balance a little bit off the time runs a little off but um basically just making it one motion now we talked a little bit about your uh, you know your start last year and uh, you got to meet willie mays and uh, everyone made a big deal about the fact that you know willie himself had a a rough start to his big league career he actually you know called his dad said i want to come home um I know you didn't call your parents and say you wanted to come home, but did anything Willie tell you actually kind of stick in your head? Um, yeah, he said just go out there and have fun and play. He said you got here, so do what you did to get here. So, I mean, that kind of helped out a lot and kind of took a lot of pressure off of me, for sure. Okay, and um, September 25th, that, that date must mean something to you, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it definitely does, for sure. I'll never forget it. Okay, you, uh, you actually got an infield hit, if I recall correctly, in the game, and then uh, you came up in a tie game and was it the ninth or 10th inning against uh, DJ Johnson of the Rockies and take us through that at bat. Um, I've missed a couple fastballs early in that bat and um, he threw one again, fouled it off and he threw me a curveball and um, I took it for, for a ball and I was like, okay, um, what's he gonna do? I went back with another fastball, fouled it off. So I'm like, all right, maybe that was just for show. He's gonna go back curveball and then I just saw it pop up out of his hand and I knew like if I put a good swing on it, it's up in the zone, I can get to it. So. Okay, and, and what happened was you hit a walk-off homer to beat the Rockies, uh, the first walk-off homer of your big league career. Had you had some in the minor leagues? Um, walk-offs? Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think I had a walk-off in the minor leagues. No, I don't think I did, yeah. Um, I mean, what's that feeling like? Uh, I, I imagine, like some people have said that, you know, you do something like that, especially early in your career or in a big game like the playoffs, um, you, you don't even really kind of, you're not really thinking. You're, you're kind of running, but you don't really kind of even know what happened. I and mean, what were you thinking as you were rounding the bases? Um, when I hit it, I saw it go up, and I was, I'm actually pretty good friends with Sam Hilliard, the center fielder, and uh, I saw him running back. I'm like, all right, come on now. Like, like, it has to get out. I felt like I got it. And I saw him jump, and, like, I saw where it hit, and I was like, okay. Like, it finally just, like, the weight just, like, lifted off of me. And um, I don't know. I mean, I didn't black out through the whole thing, surprisingly. Like, I kind of, like, I know what happened the whole time. So, right. And did you, you you and Sam Hilliard are friends from where? We played in the fall league together two years ago. Okay, so, here, yeah, here. yeah. yeah. Uh, did you have any conversations with him about that afterwards? Yeah, I actually saw him in the rookie rookie um, meetings this uh, off season, and he was talking about it. He's like, I had, he's like, I knew it was gone, but I had to make it look like, I, <laughs> like I was going out. He had to put on a show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, 
I remember uh, Evan Longoria. I mean, he had been here for a couple of years before he had a, even a walk-off hit, and he said that that was the moment he finally felt like he was a San Francisco Giant. Was that the moment you finally felt that you were a big league ball player, or did you not need that affirmation? Um, I felt like I don't think I needed that. I just think I needed it from like the slump that I was going through. Just kind of like realize, like, hey, like you still got it. Like just relax and do what you got to do. So. Um, there's obviously going to be competition here. There's a lot of outfielders in here. You like competition? Oh, yeah. I'm very competitive. I've always been competitive. Anybody that knows me, they'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm very competitive. Okay. Um, do anything interesting aside? Go to uh, Aruba this offseason? Um, I'm trying to think. No, not really. Um, okay. Went to New York for New Year's. Um, that's where my um, girlfriend's from. So we went back and visited some of her friends. But um, other than that, no. You didn't do the time. You do Times Square thing on no, yours. No, no. She was like, "You don't want to do that. Trust me. Like, it's not worth it." It's like twelve. I mean, you're twelve, fourteen hours, and you can't go yeah, to the bathroom, right? Exactly. So okay. we kind of we're gonna go do that. And she's like, "No." Like, she turned <laughs> it down real quick. So okay. Well, thank you, Jalen. I wish you have a really good spring, and uh, you know, can't wait to see you out there. Thank you. Appreciate it. The Giant Splash is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Support the Splash and all of the Chronicle's great journalism by signing up for a Chronicle membership. Go to sfchronicle.com slash pod. That's sfchronicle.com slash pod.